0: hey guys welcome back to the long and hard podcast i'm josh and i'm thomas (laughs) and we're here to bring you the most mega content there ever was tonight (laughs) the most mega not to be confused with mega
1: (laughs) april fools i don't think i could have kept that going for much longer no me neither my throat hurts <laughs> hey guys
0: <laughs> it's the two girls one broadcast takeover of the long and hard podcast i can't believe i just said that without fucking it up because yeah, i did. don't even remember the name of our podcast half the time <laughs> much less the guys podcast we did a little switcheroony for you guys this week and uh guys recorded an episode that's up on our channel and
1: they trusted us to record an episode that's going up on their channel so uh yeah and go figure we gave them a whole bunch of things to talk about and they gave us fuck all dipshit all yeah yeah. Yeah, so can i get an l in the chat (laughs) (laughs) it's a big l this whole episode's gonna be an l so really sorry for everything you're about to hear yes we do apologize yeah so what would you like to start talking about jack (laughs) The pressure's on. I know. Um, Well, you know, we always have like this ongoing joke about who's the long and who's the hard part of the podcast. And while we were planning, we obviously decided that we were going to talk about dicks. Yes. It's one of our favorite subjects. Yeah. And
0: who doesn't want to listen to women talking about wieners? Yeah. Right? Everyone wants to hear that so we're just gonna start off strong yes well yes so we were talking about the different attributes that uh wiener might have (laughs) one being the longness and one being the hardness but there are so many other parts that kind of get left in the dust that we don't talk about when Mm. we make fun of the guys Mm -hmm. and the one that i really wanted to talk about was turtlenecks (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's still warm out is your wiener wearing a turtleneck
1: oh no oh no you mean it's still cold out it's not warm oh, yet. Yeah.
0: damn it <laughs> it's cold af it's gonna be like minus 20 at night this week so, so make
1: sure you got those turtlenecks on get your boys. turtleneck on <laughs> what exactly did you want to talk about i want to make this a turtleneck appreci- appreciation podcast oh oh we're appreciating them well i
0: okay so i think that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there about the whole the whole turtleneck and there if you don't is. know what i'm talking about i'm talking <laughs> about foreskin Jack i don't just think anybody on her was wondering what we were talking <laughs> well, about just in case if my mother's listening she's like what's a turtleneck <laughs> oh yeah right hey mom um so yeah
1: anyway foreskin
0: <laughs>
1: so uh your
0: experience with foreskin i think a lot of people hate on foreskin and i just want to come out and say in canada there's a lot of guys that aren't cut. In the States, apparently, there's only 9% of guys that are not circumcised. Oh. Which is crazy to me because that has not been my experience, like as far as my widespread experience in Canada.
1: It's more like, am I gonna make it through this episode? <laughs> Without I laughing.
0: would say my experiences have probably been like forty percent uncut, thirty to forty percent.
1: Your experience.
0: Yeah, like lots of turtlenecks out there running around.
1: I've had two turtlenecks in my life. And we're not going to go into what percentage that would be, but (laughs) it is 3%. (laughs) What? I can't do math. So what would that mean? I don't know. It just sounded like a low number. So I gave it a go.
0: Yeah, that would mean that you slept with a lot of guys. Wouldn't
1: that mean that you slept with like 60 guys? No. Okay, I can't do math. Oh, I don't know. I can't do math. You anyway. can do math later. Than- Anyways, per- that didn't happen. Wow. <laughs> no percentages. Wow. No yeah. percentages. No, no percentages. numbers. But I do have an appreciation for them now. My first turtleneck made me very, very, very unappreciative of it. Why was that? Because he was a dick. And then I just like, associated Aww. that with turtlenecks. And then I was oh, like, uh, yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Yes. So I have two times with one of with with the, the variety of that penis <laughs> and well i'm fine with it now so yeah mm-hmm. i like them
0: like i don't need it yeah i would never like discriminate either way i just think that, i like, used to discriminate. people need to open their mind yeah and like so many people like you hear people talk and they're like oh my god i hooked up with this guy last night and like he wasn't cut you i'm like yeah Uh, Okay, first of all, as long as you're keeping it clean, Mm -hmm. then we're G2G. Mm -hmm.
1: We're good to go. I also now, reflecting, feel bad for that stigma because... It's not their fault. Yeah, their they don't get to choose. That decision. Yeah,
0: and I was listening to another podcast, and there was a guy on it, and he was talking about how he got an adult circumcision because there was so much stigma, and he had so many bad experiences with girls being turned off by it, and because he'd grown up until he was, like, in his mid-20s with foreskin, when he got it removed, he was so fucking sensitive that he would come in, like, three seconds. Like, he, like, couldn't oh. handle it, and so he regretted doing it, and I'm yeah. like, that's so fucking sad. And also that guys, is. it's funner to give hand jobs if the guy has a little extra stuff to work with.
1: Really? Because I'm like scared. I think that I'm gonna hurt them. Yeah,
0: I'm like less scared. Oh. Although it can like you can definitely hurt it. Yeah. Like I had an X that wasn't cut and like if we had sex too much, he would be like, I like physically need a break. Like I'm like my skin's gonna rip. This, oh. Is this too graphic? <laughs> oh, I don't
1: know. Well, this is what the boys signed yeah, up here for. Here you go, Josh us and on Thomas. Their if you don't give us um a script. A script or, you know we're going to talk about dick and foreskin. Yes. I could
0: I could get worse with this, but I'm not
1: going to. I think you should.
0: I don't know. All <laughs> I, mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's a word floating around my brain that I just really don't want to speak out into the ether, oh. but I, I'll just repeat it again just make sure you're cleaning yourself properly and then yes. it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't discriminate either way anymore. I think like when I was younger, I was probably scared mm-hmm. too, but I think like literally the Maybe the third person I ever slept with was uncut, so I just like was used to that at like a fair, not fairly young, but like an- <sighs> hmm, how do I want to put this? Fairly early on in my sexual career, I became oh. familiarized with oh, it's a career the no. turtleneck. Oh, okay. Yes, it's a career. Did go to my OnlyFans page.
1: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> subreddit.
0: Yeah, also my subreddit. I sell feet pics. Ooh.
1: I have thought about it. I'm not like going to lie. No, no, for sure. I mean, I was actually talking to one of my friends about that the other day and she's like was telling me about how she was just learning that you can sell your underwear on Reddit. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's like a subreddit. She actually didn't know it was on Reddit. So I told her. I'm like, it's a subreddit. And um, I'm like, some guys want you to wear them for like five days straight and like work out in them. And then like you send it to them. And she's like, and then what do they do? I'm like, well, can you just picture it yourself? Like, just imagine. They like, they frame them and put them on the wall. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) Yeah. But apparently it's where you make your money. Mm -hmm. Also, how about um, making sex tapes and then uploading them to try and make money? And that's what you can do on OnlyFans. So on OnlyFans, you can put up like photos, but Mm -hmm. you can also do like videos of
0: like yourself or like if you have a partner that's willing to do it with you, you can put up videos of the two of you.
1: Well, that to me is weird because there's so much porn out there that's free. So I'm like
0: i was reading about this actually because that's so true like there is so much free porn and like good quality free porn actually that it's kind of like mm-hmm. why do you want like homemade videos and apparently there's something about the fact that it's like very unproduced and it looks very like raw and real because it is mm-hmm. that it's more of a turn-on for certain people because they feel like it's they can more like imagine themselves in it it's not like all perfect lighting and like you you know there's not a producer yeah. in the background getting people fluffed and stuff yeah that's true just kidding i don't think people fluff anymore but that's what Viagra's is uh. for oh my god i don't even know what that means um to be a fluff or like fluffing is like in porn if the guy is like it's his turn to go on but he's not hard yet a fluffer it's their job to go and like get him hard so that he can go into the scene already pre-boned up
1: oh like Like, they? okay interesting huh. huh couldn't you do like a little dick pumping for that I just I learned about, like why are those accordion like pumping things. Oh my god. I don't know.
0: I hope that we have this on video because the act we do. Jack was just acting this out.
1: I didn't know. Okay, so I always thought the dick pumps were like to try and like grow your dick. I don't know what I really thought I it think was. it is. But like you can use it when you're hard? No, I think you use it when you're not hard to get, to hard? get hard. Just like and it like mind makes it blast? bigger. I don't know. I don't know either. It's bizarre. Research topic. We'll put a tab in that for later. Yes, we should. If anyone wants to own up uh, that they've tried one, let me know. Yeah. Please let us know. Also, we will be talking about it. So make sure you head over to Two Girls, One Broadcast to hear that episode when it comes out and all the other great content we have on our episode. I mean, on our channels.
0: Yes. We don't always talk about
1: sex or Mm -hmm. sex parts. Just had to do a shameless plug there since there's about seven of them in the episode the boys did for us yes we
0: listened to every second of that episode you guys and uh wow no free ads but like all the free ads yeah
1: seriously you guys did not uh
0: hold back at all it's funny because we haven't really been talking about sex on our channel that much lately we've been going in like more of like a self-care and Mm -hmm. talking with like counselors nutrition kind of stuff and like yeah but
1: i think it's the time for that because everybody's stuck at home right but then we get on the boys channel and i'm like i'm gonna talk about penises Always. I'm sure it will come up later in the episode. Yeah. Speaking of quarantine, how are you feeling about it? (laughs) I think you and I do quarantine a bit different than the boys do. Yeah. No kidding. Mm -hmm. It's weird
0: because I'm an introvert. I love being home. I love being a homebody. And I'm like, I'm comfortable with being by myself. But like, I have this very weird sense of anxiety for like no reason just because like things are off right Mm -hmm. and so I've been having like pretty bad anxiety the past few days and it's like it's not caused by anything it's Mm -hmm. just like I know that my routine is off and like people are stressed out and it's making me anxious and I feel like I like don't know how to deal with it because Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can like fix I can't fix this it's totally out of my control yeah
1: well it's like I saw a meme and I don't remember what it said but it was like basically like going to the grocery store feels like like some kind of like, you know, like there's a plague. and like everyone's just like, it's just weird. Like everyone's trying to like keep their distance and you're mm-hmm. like, how are people feeling? And like, do they, you know, like just making sure you maintain that whole like six feet distance thing? and it's just a weird, weird yeah. feeling. like it feels like you're in like an abandoned city, almost. yeah, it's
0: like walking dead type shit. like that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. dystopian society. It's yeah. bizarre. I went to a Superstore for the first time. like I hadn't gone. Really grocery shopping in the past week, like, since stuff has really, really ramped up. Mm -hmm. And it was bizarre like people are actually taking the social distancing seriously now and trying to maintain distance so like someone was up getting milk and I was there was like three other people all just kind of like standing there looking at him and I was like did you all want like the same homo milk that he's grabbing but it's because people were literally being polite and like waiting to go up one at a time so they don't get too close to each other I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god this is like the real deal it is my parents are in the states and they're coming back they're gonna cross the border tomorrow fingers crossed knock on wood Mm -hmm. um but yeah then they have to go self-quarantine out in the country Yeah, interesting. So they were like, "We're not allowed to bring uh, vegetables over the border," which I didn't know. You can't cross the border with veggies. Well, I think it's the same
1: as getting on a plane yeah i and guess yeah huh. they always ask you right like if you've been around agriculture if you have any oh, yeah so it's it's the same when you're driving as it is when you're flying interesting
0: mm-hmm. but yeah so i'm like i gotta get some rubber gloves go grocery shopping for them and then just go like drop it off outside and wave hello to them it's sad because i haven't seen them in like six months mm-hmm. so i can't even hug them
1: i know and we never made it there either because of this whole thing i know good thing we actually didn't book it
0: yeah, no kidding. We had thought about going like mm-hmm. right around
1: this time because they came
0: back early. They weren't supposed to come back till April. So
1: yeah. very interesting timing Yeah, this whole debacle. So what are you trying to do to keep yourself sane? I mean, I know, but we live together, by the way, for everyone that's listening. So mm-hmm. we're quarantined together. Which, Quarantine buddies. Like, thank God for that. I don't understand. See The people who I live alone, so I, feel so that live alone. Yeah. I feel so bad for them. I feel so bad for them. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I, can- I literally can't imagine. I know. I would go insane.
1: Yeah. A I mean, you're bit. already going insane with me here. So I was already a on. little
0: bit insane. This is just kind of ramped it up a little bit. It's just been a little exacerbation. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like earlier this week, we had said we were going to try and get into a workout routine because like, my God, I'm getting fluffy Same. from this because yeah. all I've been, we've been drinking more than usual, which is a feat unto itself. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, just not really being just the normal exercise, like not even walking around and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try and get into a little bit of a workout routine. And I think that'll help with the anxiety thing, too. Probably. And yeah, I need to like we're both still working. We're able to work from home. So in terms of that, like my routine doesn't feel as much like it's changed because we
1: still have to get up in the morning and work all day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, my thing is like I'm getting up, rolling out of bed, and going to the kitchen table to work, and so I'm spending 24-7 in this house, basically. And like working from home, I've done it before, Mm -hmm. not during a time like this, obviously, and I really enjoyed it, but I'm saying now that like I'm forced to be here. I don't like it as much. Like I like doing it maybe once or twice a week, but doing it every single day, it just feels like you don't have a routine and like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff on Instagram that's like well you need to make a new routine like life's changed you need to make a new one and like I get that but what really can you do like get up and still get ready to just go sit at the kitchen table and like my body is feeling Mm
0: -hmm. the fact that
1: like I'm sitting at a table and like not sitting sitting in a a chair. chair like my whole like you know, my sternum, like everything is just feeling so Mm -hmm. tight. And it's probably because I'm hunched over and like I can try my best to not. But typing on a
0: laptop keyboard instead of a regular size keyboard, Mm -hmm. like everything. It's just like we're not meant to be sitting like that for a long period of time. Yeah. But it's not like every workplace has the resources to provide everybody with like a PC to go home with. No,
1: and I'm lucky I do have what I have to work from home. And I'm also very lucky that I can work from home. I know Mm -hmm. that. But, you know, we're all going through... Something different when it comes to this whole sickness and like being stuck mm-hmm. in the house. And some people like working from home, and and I don't mind it, but it's it will get tiresome. Like yeah, I don't know how long this is going to last for, but I am an extroverted person, and I like to go out yeah. and do things. And so this is really going to push my limit. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to that, I've seen stuff on the internet, like. When this is over, make sure you ask me to go out because I will for sure say yes. Like, I will never yes. take that for granted again. That, me-
0: that is like me. Like, yeah. I'm like, I will look for any excuse not to go out. It's like, can you actually please start inviting me out once yeah. we can go out? Because I will come. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And the thing with you is being an extrovert. Like, you get your energy from being around other people. Mm-hmm. And like, other than me, you don't really have too much of that because you yeah. really can't. Yeah. And like, we've been doing Google Hangouts with friends and like, yeah. making sure that we
1: have those interactions but it's just not the same it's It's still nice thank god that we have technology thank god for wi-fi i know i don't know how people would have done this like earlier in the day with all those like you know plagues that were like really really bad and there was Mm -hmm. no technology like i just can't even imagine same same man so i mean like we've just been trying to find new shows to like power through on netflix and um i think we're gonna play some monopoly which pray for us because that usually is like a relationship ender thing.
0: <laughs> I Yeah,
1: I haven't played Monopoly in a long time. We used to kind of play it with my family.
0: And I think, I don't remember if it was my mom that thought it was boring. I think so. Yeah. But I was like, my dad would always be like, now your mom thinks Monopoly is boring. I'm like, I don't think she thinks it's boring. I don't think she likes playing with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like, <laughs> fucked. you get so mad at people and it's like, they're just out to screw you. And then it's like, ah. I. Okay, so when I was a kid, I would be
0: so, so competitive at things, which is doesn't bode well for me because I'm not very good at a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very competitive with no skill. But I remember one time you and I were like maybe 13 or 14 and we were playing life and you kicked my ass and I had like a temper tantrum and I will never forget the that was a very big growth moment for me in my
1: teenage years and that was something because like I yeah because I was being a little like bitch I love life I've only played it once actually that reminds me I should order it I I love it too
0: and I promise I won't have a temper tantrum so that taught me like I don't take a lot of things seriously anymore and like I'll be competitive about stuff but I won't get butt hurt if I lose Mm -hmm. like that is I have many flaws but I won't get butt hurt if I lose like I'm able to laugh at myself so very funny well that's when good you think about those kind of things yeah and like we've been playing jackbox tv and mm-hmm. if you guys have never heard of it, it is the best thing ever yeah you so you get do it need on... to have like an
1: xbox or a ps4 yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah i don't know if ps4 has it but xbox for sure mm-hmm. and then you just download uh one of the jackbox party packs or um mm-hmm. you know a couple of them they're like 20 bucks each and you can play it with like eight people, I think is the max yeah. or something. And they can be anywhere. And then yeah. you can stream it using like Mixer
0: on the Xbox or use like Twitch or whatever you want to do to stream it. Last night, we literally set it up. We had um, a Google Hangout going yeah. and the person who was playing it off his Xbox just put his iPad, iPad, like facing the TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool,
1: because it does lag a little bit when it comes to like yeah. Twitch and Mixer and stuff. So that's kind of the easiest way. But mm-hmm. if you um, like stream it on your TV and then you have like your Google Hangout, beside side that so you can like see everyone that you're playing with um and then you just play it on your phone on the internet browser so really all you have to download is hangouts if you don't have it Um, it's so awesome yeah and
0: you can you can all talk during it like you can all Mm -hmm. yell at each other and like we were laughing so hard like everyone's just making fun of each other it was really good i really really enjoyed that that has been like yes did some shots Mm -hmm. that has been a real sanity saver for me i think so too yeah yeah
1: so little tip If you've never played Jackbox, give it a go because it's it's a fun time with your friends and Mm -hmm. we got to find something to keep us occupied during this time. But I mean, after, you know, saying all of that, really, really try and stay home. Like the only way Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to get through this is if everyone stays home and when you absolutely have to go out, just really like being clean and like sanitizing your hands. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I leave the house with, like, a Lysol wipe. Yep. Um, to I like, clean my steering wheel and my phone. And then I come home and I wash my hands mm-hmm. and I Lysol everything that I touch at the store, like my phone, my cards, and then the front door handle, like our keypad code. Like, I'm trying to do my best mm-hmm. to, you know make sure it doesn't enter our house. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping everybody else is kind of doing the same too, going out, getting the essentials and otherwise staying home. Like we're feeling it. It's hard. Um, I know some nurses who Oof. are literally not like living in their house with mm-hmm. their kid because they don't want to get them sick. So like there are people who are making way more of a sacrifice Huge than sacrifices. we are. Um, and like we want to have a summer, right guys? Like we have a very short summer here and we want to get back to like normal life. So just mm-hmm. really make sure you're doing your part to... To flatten the curve, as they say.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So that's my preach for the day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And with this whole quarantine thing and all the COVID stuff going on, it's important to keep updated with what's going on. But I would really caution against like reading through millions of news articles or sitting in front of cnn and just watching all this fear-mongering like it's important to get the information but there's a line between being informed and then just listening to all this scary stuff that's really not gonna it's not helpful no at the end of the day so like i'll i keep up with what's going on i'll just google covid alberta and covid canada and then i that's how i keep up with like statistics which again probably shouldn't even be looking at and then just like information about the border closures and the level of isolation that we're supposed to be keeping and essential services that are staying open all that kind of stuff like that's how i keep updated Mm -hmm. i haven't watched the news at all no i haven't either I, i have no interest in like no it just yeah it's just gonna make me more anxious
1: yeah i mean that's the thing is my mom's always like watch the news watch the news and i'm like i can't like at most, I'll watch like those live broadcasts that our chief mm-hmm. medical officer will do. But, like, yes, that's great. She's yeah, awesome. She is. And, like, again, props to her. She's mm-hmm. out there doing like some real hard work for everybody and delivering not so great news. But yep. um, I would say that's probably your best source. I-, I just can't sit in front of the news every day because, again, it's that thing where you're watching all these things. A, you don't know what's true. Mm-hmm. And B, It's just going to make you have more anxiety. And again, like Katie said, this is something that's completely out of our control. So why would we, you know, sit there and just like spend our days looking at all this news and just making ourselves feel so much worse when really all we can do is just be at home?
0: Yeah. So like there's a line between like being Mm -hmm. informed, but just don't engage in that stuff that's not
1: productive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like fucking people on Facebook just getting mad at each other in the comments and oh like people will post like photos on their Instagram and they're like um that's not social distancing and it's like do you know when that photo was from oh you don't <laughs> like stop Jack posted a photo of us and a couple of friends and I was like oh my god people are gonna be like that's not social distancing yeah you like, no I mean nobody said anything but like yeah. obviously I'm saying I'm practicing it and I'm like that's an old photo so like people exactly. need to like just stop worrying about Instagram Yep. Yeah. yeah it's
0: funny I think like our social media presence has kind of changed over this like we're all doing these kind of corny little challenges that Mm -hmm. no one was really doing or like they remind me of like old school Facebook like we're all posting like the same screenshot and it's like my favorite color my favorite book my favorite smell and I'm like I kind of like it like it's kind of back
1: to basics I don't know
0: I think it's kind of cool
1: no it's good there was uh, a girl I follow and she posted um like a tip for kind of you know getting out of the house but not being around people right um is just getting in your car and going and looking at like those kind of like richie as you would call it neighborhoods with like the big houses and i used to do that all the time and drive around and just look at like all these big houses and be like oh can you imagine or like trying to guess Mm -hmm. like what that family is like and um, like I thought that was a really good tip, and I haven't done it for a while. Like I said, so yeah.
0: Me and my ex used to do that. Actually. Yeah, We'd like go drive around like yeah. the estate
1: lots, kind yeah. of on the outside yeah. of the city, and just look. And yeah,
0: it's cool. Like there's all sorts of different architecture. Like the houses aren't there aren't super cookie cutter. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of interesting, and yeah. it's pretty. Like most of them are near lakes and whatever. And
1: yeah, it's a way to get out of the house and like not be around people and just have something to do. Yeah, um, or just even going for a drive and listening to music. Like there are things you can do that mm-hmm. prevent you from being around the public but keep you a little bit sane. I did. Want I want To talk about, um, I saw a really
0: good idea for dating because mm-hmm. a lot of people are on dating apps right now because, like, what else are you gonna do, especially if you're single? Yeah, and ideas for like dating during COVID. So, I saw a really good idea and it was saying, like, each of you take like make coffee at home mm-hmm. and go in your car and go and drive to a parking lot and then you just like crack your window and you oh. can like drink your coffee and like talk to each other from a safe distance away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's really cute. So like, you can I love like meet that. each other. Could you yeah. imagine like
1: that would be your like wedding story? Well, our first date was us in our cars because of COVID 19. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: legit. that's I'm actually like, a good that's idea kind of cool yeah yeah so there's there's still things that we can do to mm-hmm. maintain some semblance of normality and yeah. get out of the house that's something that i think i need to be better at is getting out of the house like just going and walking the dog yeah or whatever just like keep respectful distances from people across the street if you need to and mm-hmm. you can totally do it safely get your vitamin d it's
1: really easy to like get into a slump and just be like all i'm gonna do is watch tv yeah, so I get it. I
0: do love me some binge watching sessions like people are always like, oh, God, I binge watched so much this and of such a waste. I'm like, I fucking love binge watching shows.
1: Yeah. So we started Scandal. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's fairly old and there's no more new episodes coming out. So that's a good one to watch. Mm-hmm. It's about eight seasons and the episodes are 45 minutes to an hour long. Uh, Lucifer is one that we love as well. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, I've actually never watched Friends really like I've seen a few episodes mm-hmm. here and there. So I'm just like filling my time in with that Um, yeah what else are we I love because I always quote friends and then I look at Jack I'm like oh you don't get that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm so excited
0: (laughs) um Tiger King obviously everyone's talking about if you haven't watched Love is Blind yet watch it even if you're a dude it's so freaking it's great yeah it will just suck you right in love is blind has really gotten me back into reality tv because i haven't watched reality in so long well we don't have cable too so that makes it
1: tricky but there's a lot of websites that you can go to to watch that kind of stuff yeah
0: and today jack started watching siesta key i like i slept in so late today and i came downstairs and she was watching it and like i sat in front of the tv for like three hours watching it i was like i'm so invested in these people now (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah so take the time too to like catch up on shows um I think that's good, too, to just give yourself yeah. some time to to watch TV. Yeah. But anyway, stay safe and stay distant. Yeah. And Check on your
0: extroverted friends. They're yeah. not okay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a meme and it's like all the introverts are just at home reading a book. It's like, bitch, call your extroverted friends. <laughs> They're
1: dying. Yeah. <laughs> for They're so <for> lonely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a tough time out there. But um, if we all do our part, then it will... Be done before we know it. Yeah, for sure. I know
0: everyone's talking about this right now, but it is really so topical. Like you can't really go an episode without just no touching on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're dealing with it decently. So yeah, yeah, just give our tips and tricks. And I think the biggest thing is to like look at what your normal routine looks like and maybe try and keep as close to that as possible. Mm -hmm. Or like if you aren't working, if there's stuff that you were wanting to do for a long time and you've never really had the time. Like you got all the time in the world now.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, I should use my own advice and like maybe do some schoolwork, but
1: I just don't want to at the end of the day. (laughs) You're not the only one. I think like with the whole distance learning thing and even people that are in school and having to do it online, like having to be at home, it's kind of similar to working, right? Like your motivation slash your discipline is a little bit off because you're in an environment that like creates essentially laziness like
0: yeah when well, someone was talking about the psychological ev- effects of being like in a pandemic because mm-hmm. when we are stressed our body goes into fight flight or freeze we can't fight it mm-hmm. and we can't flee it so we go into freeze mode so you kind of are experiencing like a little bit of a shutdown and it's literally like your nervous system your parasympathetic whatever I don't know I just sounded so dumb I've had some wine today guys don't judge me <laughs> but it really is and then when you're in that state you can't be 100 percent productive like mm-hmm. you can't perform at your normal height so yeah. i guess the other thing too is just like be gentle with yourself try to take care of your mental health as well as you can yeah there's lots of counseling services that are available like online a, yeah a lot of yeah. therapists are doing um e-sessions or they're doing tele-sessions so there's mm-hmm. stuff available if you are in need so
1: yeah, so if you don't listen to our podcast, um, we talk a lot about mental health <laughs> and a lot about therapy. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're advocates for it. So yes. that's where that comes from. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, yeah, I guess if you have, if that's something that's been on your mind and you kind of feel like you don't have any resources, you can always reach out to us. Mm-hmm. And we can point you in some directions.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess we can switch gears a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just like spitballing ideas for this episode because mm-hmm. the guys, again, gave us no- nothing. No ideas whatsoever. And again, if you haven't listened to us, you can find us over at the Two Girls, One Broadcast (laughs) channel. We're also on all social media, Two Girls, One Broadcast. (laughs) But um, I was curious if you remember your, like, what's your earliest childhood memory?
1: Yeah, I have one. I Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's, like, what I remember it, like, remember it happening Mm -hmm. or I just, like, it's the first thing that I remember because someone's told me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... Okay, well, for anybody that doesn't know me, which is probably most people listening, (laughs) I have a terrible memory. Um, So (laughs) this is a hard one for me, and I didn't really think about it beforehand. But I uh, went to Idaho when I was about three. We did like this big uh, family trip, and at the time, I was an only child. And my parents were probably in their early 30s at the time. And they went with like my aunts and their partners at the time and like my grandpa and grandma. And so everyone was quite young. Uh, I would say like all my aunts and stuff were probably in their like early to mid 20s. And um, I was chased by like a goose of some kind on the beach.
0: <laughs> that's so funny because we literally talked about being scared of birds. Yeah, the
1: that's side. where that's where my bird fear comes from. I that think. is valid. Yeah, that's valid. yeah. What's yours?
0: Um, Okay, so I remember my little brother is two years younger than me, and I remember my mom changing him in the bathroom and him – crying and like screaming
1: like changing his diaper
0: yeah so i was probably three Mm -hmm. at the time and i like smacked her on the butt because i was like you're making my brother cry and she turned around and like swatted at me she was like you little bitch oh my god i ran to my room and like i would do this thing when i was little if my parents got mad at me i would like put myself in a self timeout because i was so scared of confrontation and so scared of being punished that i would just go do it for myself (laughs) Like i would just go close my door and like sit there and not do anything (laughs)
1: So I remember that. Oh, you're such a good sister. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I stabbed my brother with a lead pencil (laughs) (laughs) right in the knee. I don't know how old I was, but he still has a mark on his knee. If you, like, move his leg hair, you can see the little mark on his knee. And he always brings it up. One time, again, when we were pretty little, we would get so much Lego
0: for Christmas and birthdays. And we would never build, like, what you're supposed to build. But we would build, like, literally cities. And they were, like, multi-levels. And they'd have, like bridges all around and like i had built one that was so big and so cool and i used like all the lego so he took it apart one day and i was so mad at him and i could barely write nevertheless spell yeah and i wrote a note to him and like he couldn't even read (laughs) and i wrote a note basically being like i don't like you you're a bad brother blah 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 and my mom found it and she was like you're lucky your brother can't read (laughs) oh
1: no i wrote a letter to the tooth fairy (laughs) once Now we're just going down the train. I wrote a letter to the tooth fairy because uh, she didn't come. And I was like, is your wand broken? I was like, dear tooth fairy, uh, my tooth fell out and you didn't show up. Is your wand broken? Love, Jessie. <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> and my mom still has it. That's why That's I remember amazing. it. That's yeah. amazing.
0: I ran away from home once when I was little. My mom didn't even notice. I, like, came home crying, and I was like, I'm sorry, I ran away. And she's like, oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why'd you run away? I don't honestly don't remember, but I packed up my Barbie suitcase. I put some – I used to like drinking apple juice mixed with iced tea when I was a kid. I was disgusting. Me and my brother Mm. both did, and we called it apple ice. So I packed up – Very, very inventive. uh, Honey and peanut butter sandwich and some apple ice and I think, like, some underwear. And I put it in my Barbie suitcase, and off I went down the street. And I think I was trying to find – my school or something and i couldn't and so i came home crying and she was like oh didn't even know you're gone wow
1: (laughs) that's amazing
0: yes yes
1: oh good times
0: um this i stole off another podcast but if you had the ability to change something in your past would
1: you no you would yeah i
0: would what i i um, we're not going to go there. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I do. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. I also saw this quote and it was like, we all say that if we had the opportunity to go and change something small about our past, we would, because it would make big changes to our present. Mm-hmm. But we never think about making small changes to our present to make big changes in our future. And I was like, oh, that is oh, very Oh, that deep, is very philosophical.
1: Right? Actually, now that you say that, I am thinking about something. So, um... Like, my mom and I didn't have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think, I mean, not I think, I know part of it was me. So I think I would have tried to change maybe that because it yeah. would have helped us now. But I was a teenager. And, like, mm-hmm. your, your teenage brain doesn't think about those kinds of things. And, like, you're just, like, literally not wired to think about that. So, yeah. you know, the teenage days are things I would think most people would consider making a change to um because i think it would it would help the future which is now yeah and i do think that would have helped my mom and i actually i know that would have helped my mom and i yeah now so i guess yeah that's something that i would change yeah i just have like certain points of trauma
0: in my life that like were completely avoidable Mm -hmm. and like i would go back and try and change them just so i wouldn't have experienced them and i think I don't think it, it's weird to think about it because I don't think that it really would have changed who I am as a person. Maybe I'm stronger now because of it. Probably. Probably. But like I do have like some trauma issues that I obviously deal with in therapy. And I just wonder like what things would be like if I had just avoided those experiences altogether.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think mine would have changed me with who I am now. Yeah. But I think it would have, like I said, helped our relationship. Yeah, so, for sure. I mean, that makes yeah, sense. That's Yeah. Yeah. So we just have a bunch of topics. Yeah, just
0: some random shit. Yeah,
1: that we're like not segueing very well, but yeah. um, the boys just riff it, so.
0: Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Speaking of boys. Yeah. Okay, so, I wanted to talk about this because I feel, I don't remember what show we were watching, but it's basically like when girls get mad at guys, like especially when like a girl would get mad at her boyfriend, it seems like guys very rarely interpret what they're mad about properly Mm because if a girl gets mad at a guy for something inevitably he's going to go and talk to his guy friends and twist it but i don't think that they do it on purpose it's just that like our brains work so differently a lot of the time that like they really don't understand why we're mad yeah i would say i had a specific like example in my brain but now i can't think of it
1: well i mean the the knowing uh notion like preconceived notion about girls is that like they can just get mad like that Mm -hmm. and like I don't always think that's the case and I think sometimes like the way that women present themselves um in their arguments is not always how they feel it's just like it's a heightened level of like yeah anger or frustration or like concern and so guys will interpret it the wrong way I guess like yeah I don't know. I think like the you always do this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or like, I'm scared to come to you because you get mad at me. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, do you want us to literally just sit there and be like, yep, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. Because later, let me tell you, that's not going to go over very well.
0: I do think that's funny that that's one thing like women a lot of the time we tend to be more passive but Mm -hmm. I think that in relationships guys can be a lot more passive aggressive than they realize because things will bother them and they won't bring it up because they're just like fuck you whatever yeah or they'll get mad at me yeah whereas I think that women try to address things as they come up more often and so then it comes like it can come off as them being naggy or whatever but no Mm -hmm. it's like we don't want it to build up into a big thing and then there's the flip where like if you do just kind of try and let things go Like, it's not a big deal. Choose what hill you're going to die on, blah, blah, blah. But something becomes a pattern. That's the biggest thing for me is, like, if I see a pattern of behavior and I bring it up to someone and I'm like, this has been an issue, like, more than one time. And then the guy will turn around and say, well, why don't you bring it up when it happens? Like, why do you wait for it to become a big issue? And I think it's just two very different ways of looking at it. It's Mm -hmm. like a one-off could be such a very little thing. Like, they're flirting with someone at a bar. Or they look like they're flirting with someone at a bar. Maybe on a one-off, like they're just laughing with someone that they just met and it's totally innocent. But if you consistently see your partner flirting with girls at the bar, then that is probably something that's concerning. So then mm-hmm. you would bring it up. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have a blow-up fight about like every single little thing that happens. Yeah. But it's that pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, guys are always will always turn around and say like, well, why don't you just like
1: address this when it happens? Because then we can deal with it in the moment. Yeah. But sometimes like, you know... Specifically, your example—it's when you're intoxicated. Yeah, that's a thing too. Never a good time to have a fight. No, Mm -hmm. or even just talk about things. Like you are irrational when you drink. Everybody, I would say, Mm -hmm. like I'm sorry, but I can blanket that. I would say almost everybody, yeah, is irrational when they drink because obviously you're decision making abilities are very very blurred yeah your cognitive abilities are Mm. impaired
0: for sure yes
1: so that's just not the time and that's something that i've learned Mm -hmm. like as i you know nearing my 30s is just like alcohol is not the time to bring up anything so like if i get mad so like sometimes i will get mad uh when i'm drunk and recently i've been like just having a self-talk with Mm -hmm. with myself about it being like, you know, this isn't the right time. Like maybe you're being irrational. If you bring it up, are they going to be irrational? Like just really, really try and think it through because um, it's just it's not a good time and yeah. um, in my experience it's never led to anything good
0: yeah it's always better to look at it in the morning and the mm-hmm. worst is like if you're fighting about something when you're drunk and like things get said, things get heated most yeah, of us always are more emotional things, well, when not we're always, intoxicated but, yeah you'll
1: say things that you don't mean yeah.
0: and then especially if you wake up in the morning and you're like i know that we fought last night but like so much of it is a big blur and like that's so bad too because then you both have these negative feelings but you can't really fix it because like neither of you even 100 percent remembers what was said mm-hmm. like it's just a rest be for disaster. So yeah, yeah, I think
1: that's, it's really true. Yeah. Like I would almost always fight with my ex when we drank and Mm -hmm. like alcohol, it it can be a part of people's lives. Like that's what you do when you go out to the bar and have fun. And you know, there's people obviously that don't drink, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, people in my life, like we drink and we like to have fun. And um, that can't be something that like stops you guys from going out and having fun together because it is a part of the social aspect of life, and you want to be able to do that together. And I think that was a huge deterrent in our relationship. It was like, well, one of us isn't going to drink when we're together, and we would always just never follow that rule, and yeah. then it would just be a recipe for disaster again. Yeah.
0: That's probably a hint of something, too. Like, if you're fighting it every single time you get drunk, like, mm-hmm. maybe something deeper going on that is kind of feeding into that, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of this topic, now we can segue properly. Okay. I was thinking about this in the shower. Because you know, like when you're in the shower and you like put on concerts for nobody and you like have arguments in your mind (laughs) and you like replay old arguments and you're like, I wish that I had said this. I would have like raised that bitch. So I wanted to talk about um, like the dumbest things that a partner has ever gotten mad at you for.
1: Oh, gosh. (laughs) Do
0: you have some? Oh, God, yes. Okay, go. So this is so sad like I feel pathetic admitting this but my ex used to get mad at me so okay when I'm drinking I'm a happy drunk and Mm -hmm. I'm like extra affectionate with people and like love up on my friends and I'm like more affectionate with my partner than like I would usually be because I'm just like who cares like we're all having fun we're all here to have a good time together and I'm like extra lovey so my ex didn't really like it when I went out or really did anything without him (laughs) So if I was ever, like, out with my girls, even, like, if I was just at a girlfriend's house, Mm -hmm. the minute that I would get kind of tipsy, I would know in the back of my mind that he was on some level pissed that I was doing something without him. Mm -hmm. Don't do this, girls. But I – I mean, like, don't cater to this behavior. But I would know that he was on some level upset. And so I would just be like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Like, every time I would get drunk, I would just tell him I loved him over and over and over. It's not like I was sending, like, 10 messages in a row being like, I love you, I love you, I love you. But it would just, like – it would find its way into the conversation, like, over and over and over. And he would get annoyed at me for saying that I loved him too much.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Interesting. I know. And I'm like, man, that's so sad. That is, actually. Like, why would it be annoying to you for your partner to tell you that they care about you? I'm like, I know I'm annoying, guys. You've been listening to this episode. I'm aware. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> but like, I mean, God. I can only assume playing devil devil's advocate is, like... He knew you were drunk and it wasn't like a meaningful I love you. Like, yes, it's probably meaningful, but like saying it over and over again because you're trying to like rectify a situation that hasn't happened yet. A.K.A. him getting mad at you for like being out without him. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Thinking back, I'm like, oh, my God. I've had multiple relationships that were like partners will get mad at me for like doing stuff without them. Mm -hmm. I love controlling guys. It seems (laughs) I've had a few um, experiences with that. Cause I had another partner that would get mad. Like if I would do anything, like me and Jack went to the mountains one time, like just the two of us and like stayed in a cabin alone in the woods. Like what are we going to do? Yeah. And he was like so mad. He made me cry that I went and did that.
1: Yeah. That kind of stuff is not healthy Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, I've, I've had boyfriends get mad at me for, like, doing things without them, being like, oh, you never invite me. And it's like, well, because it's kind of a recipe for disaster when alcohol is involved. <laughs> or, you know, I think it's healthy to have a bit of a boundary when it comes to, like, doing things without your partner.
0: Yeah, it's important to do things together, but it's also, like, important to do things apart. Like, yeah. it's good to have hobbies in common, and then it's good to have stuff that's just yours. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, in keeping with the whole shitting on the guys
1: theme (laughs) we're we're, we're rounding back to it (laughs) circling back we're circling back (laughs) so we love beards we do we do we are both very big advocates for beards Mm -hmm. and most guys i've dated have grown beards just because i like beards so much Mm -hmm. and well i think everybody that's listening knows how much Josh and Thomas take pride in their beards.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like uh, guys, you might need a new logo now. yeah, considering um, this very drastic um, change that Josh has made. yeah, and which was it's quite, quite big
1: quite alarming. It was very alarming. It, yeah, uh, so there's this thing called beard catfishing. <laughs> uh, we are we we know it well mm-hmm. and well, Josh. You have beard catfished, people. Bad way. joshua just,
0: yeah shaved his beard off and he looks like a different human literally like a
1: different person
0: yeah. you look y- way younger i will say yes definitely and it's just like it's so weird when you get used to someone looking a certain way and then when they change it so drastically like that's a big change like
1: i can see yeah. your whole face yeah specifically me i cannot get over it like i <laughs> like he sent us the video of them doing our episode and i was like Huh? like i was just <laughs> mystified at what josh looked like i was like you are a different human being and now i contemplate what thomas would look like without it because oh, thomas true, true. i'm sure we all know takes very very good care of his beard yes. and makes sure it's properly trimmed and it's oiled. bushy in the right areas and yeah. it's oiled and he's just like he's all about the beard and don't get me wrong i'm i'm a fan of thomas's beard i really it am. is a great beard yes yes Props. But I wonder what he would look like without it.
0: We've seen him without a beard because we went to their place to record, I think, the first episode we did with them. And there's
1: a photo of like 17 year old Thomas with no beard. On I don't the wall. remember that. But like, you know, people like they grow, right? So, True. like, I feel like he would look a little bit different now mm-hmm. than 17 year old Thomas without a beard. But guys, you know, if you've got only beards on your dating app, uh, That's so funny. You read my mind. I was just going to go into the dating
0: app catfishing thing. Yeah, that
1: is a whole new level. Like you, if you are like, if you sometimes shave your beard off, but your dating profile only has has beard beard pictures. Yeah, Especially if your dating app profile
0: only has beard pictures and then you show up to a first date with no beard. Oh my God. The girl's going to be like, who the fuck is this?
1: Literally, you guys look so different without beards. Like just as a general statement. On that note, knock it off with the filters. (laughs) Knock it off.
0: I th- a lot of guys use the pretty filter because it like smooths your skin and stuff like that. And it's just flattering. It changes your jawline. Well, it's it changes
1: smooth look filter. Yeah, yeah. on
0: Snapchat. Yeah. And it literally changes the f- structure of your face. And I think it makes your cheekbones more prominent. So you look a little like you kind of look like a different person and like not kinda you do yeah and like we're guilty but like we've used it but like when i had dating apps i made sure that the photos that i had on there didn't have filters like that because it's very obvious especially to women like we will notice if you have those filters on because you just look too perfect Mm -hmm. and yes the beard thing hats if you're wearing a hat in every single photo, we're going to yep. wonder what is underneath it. Like, do you have a third arm that you're hiding under your
1: baseball cap? Literally, because I am also a big advocate for backwards hats. Yes. And uh, wearing one right now just to replicate <laughs> Thomas because he also likes to wear hats. Yeah. Um, but it it hooks people, I think. Yes. And then you take it off and it's like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. you are losing your hair. <laughs>
0: the shade <laughs> i'm sorry but i had to throw that in there but again it just makes it look like you're hiding something and also the sunglasses like i can't tell you how many a- profiles i would see and the guys were wearing like sunglasses in every single photo it's like i don't know what you look like
1: yeah or like all group photos yes
0: who are you literally i used to go through photo fo- like people's profiles and i'm like hey this guy is in two out of five photos so that's not him but this guy's in these ones and this guy looks different and you literally are trying to do like a mathematical problem in your head to like rule out which guy it's not i know you guys need help
1: you do (laughs) and so we will provide our services at a very low cost to help you create your profile and when i say we i mean katie because she also made my dating app profile (laughs) my previous one and uh it was gold Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Although I am still talking to somebody from it. And uh, yeah, shocker. She is, <laughs> keeps calling me a catfish because <laughs> I, put, she called me the other day. She told me that I was a catfish because Why? she added me on Snapchat. And um. My Snapchat is uh, my first name and my middle name and then a number and my dating app profile was Jack. Mm -hmm. And so all this time, like three months of us talking, she's thought my name was Jack.
0: It is Jack. It's just one of your many names. I know.
1: But like uh, she saw my name and she was like, oh my God, I knew you were a catfish, but it's kind of like our ongoing joke. And I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm not a catfish. I promise. I just go by Jack. It's so much funner. It's like my fucking... Fun alter ego. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's my podcast name. So here we are. It's so funny.
0: We were talking about catfishes on a previous episode and we posted something on Instagram. Oh, because I had a guy that I like not really dated, but I was like seeing him for a while and he had joked with me that I was a catfish and I was pretty sure he was joking Mm -hmm. but um and he saw me post about this and he messaged me and he was like oh my god was that me and (laughs) you're like like, yes yes it was and he's like i told you that you were a catfish i'm like yeah you did he's like i was obviously joking
1: i'm like okay well i kind of figured and i don't really give a shit anyway but (laughs) yeah dating out profiles are tough though i feel they are they are tough because like you could put a bunch of pictures from like when you're beardless or when you have a beard or when like I don't know. Your hair's a different color. Like mm-hmm. there's there's many different photos that you like of yourself that could portray you in different ways. So then people meet you and they're like, "Oh, this is what you look like. I mm-hmm. liked you better with like the brown hair or whatever." Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like and it's like, "Well, that was just a temporary part of my life, but Yeah, it's true. I would love a job just like curating
0: people's dating app profiles because so many guys just have like the most tragic profiles and the guys were talking about this on their episode that they did for us that like a lot of the girl profiles are Mm -hmm. bad too and I think that guys and girls make a lot of the same mistakes because they were saying like liking ham and pineapple pizza is not a personality I'm like do you know every single guy talks about like if you like pineapple on your pizza you're a serial killer and I don't want to date you (laughs) like (laughs) everyone
1: does the same shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're all guilty. So, I'm actually just right now creating a business for Katie, and oh. um, it's going to be dating app profile services. I don't know Perfect. what we're going to call it just yet, but uh, feel oh. free to reach out to her and she will curate your profile.
0: I would, I'm like 100% serious. I would no, totally I know. do this because I, mean, I think t- a lot of people don't use those profiles to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, especially Hinge and Bumble both give you prompts that you're supposed to answer, and so many people answer them very earnestly but very boring yeah and it's like this is your opportunity to show your personality be sarcastic be funny or be like be self-deprecating do something like just do something that makes you stand out because if it's just like favorite foods be any meatballs best place you've ever traveled italy it's like Mm -hmm. okay like you can use those same answers but like build on them and make them actually interesting and make people want to talk to you yeah and like feature the quirky parts about your personality because somebody might really connect with that one random thing Mm mm-hmm So I used to have something on my profile about how I'd only eat tomato if it was chopped up in tiny pieces and mixed in with stuff. And like so many guys would narrow in on that one part of my profile and they would talk to me about (laughs) chopped
1: up tomatoes and like, I don't know. Okay. I just had a thought. Yes. Why don't we share one of our favorite memories with the boys? So we have been friends (laughs) with the guys uh, for probably like 10 10 months? months. Yeah. Like the summer will be like our one year anniversary <gasps> of our pod gang and lots of stuff has happened since we've been mm-hmm. friends with them like we both have appeared on each other's podcasts like Multiple numerous times. times and um yeah there's been a lot of like hilarious moments and we've gone out with them and not so much Josh cuz Josh is a buzzkill just kidding love you Josh <laughs> <laughs> um
0: <laughs> so just-
1: we have not done any razzing on Thomas on this episode, just on Josh. Oh, well, I was going to say something good about Thomas. So you go ahead and and raz him.
0: I don't know what I could say about Thomas. No, I know. He that's problem. He like, doesn't provide a
1: lot of opportunities he for, doesn't, for mocking. No, he really doesn't. I think he has used that to his advantage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck you, dude. Thomas. Yeah. What the There's fuck? There's got to be
0: something deeply wrong with you. That oh. you seem so perfect. And we're going to figure it out. <laughs>
1: we'll find out <laughs> he's
0: gonna be like okay so we never hang out with the girls again yeah for sure
1: <laughs> we created a group chat with them mm-hmm. like right off the bat pretty much yeah. like after i think they reached out to us on instagram yeah to do the collab yeah and we created like a texting group chat and I don't remember what we're talking about but it got sexual right away like jokingly sexual (laughs) and I like literally googled like a porn picture and I was about to send it to them and I think at the time Katie was like no 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 don't do that just yet yeah but like I told them and they were like oh you totally could I know I'm an idiot no I was like I wasn't sure either but they were like (laughs) that we knew within like 10 minutes of that group chat that like this was going to be a good friendship because we're all just like fuck fucked in the head yeah we just riff off each other yeah Literally
0: the last thing i sent in that group chat was like a stepsister porn joke yeah yeah so that's now what we are Oh yes, yes. right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That mm-hmm. had multiple layers. I forgot they were they were joking about us being stepsisters. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not yeah. mean that in like a in, in involving a sexual way, guys. <laughs> I just need to issue a retraction. <laughs>
1: so my favorite memory, um, we were talking about some chick that one of them was talking to, and it just like ended up going in like a totally different direction, and we started talking about Paris, and <laughs> the guys were like Uh, What did they say? Were they like, who, which one of us is going to ask her to come to Paris? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you not asking us to go to Paris? That's so rude. And Katie was like in the kitchen with me and she literally just verbally screamed so loud because obviously I am like just so dumb and thomas was like katie help her out here yeah and i was like as soon as he said that i was like oh my she's like this is something
0: sexual yeah and then i realized (laughs) that they
1: were talking about like you know the sexual paris thing and i was like okay just kidding i actually don't want to go to paris with you guys like what the fuck (laughs) so offended oh my god i was like (laughs) i am like i do not know all these like ridiculous sexual (sighs) things i'm like katie what does this mean katie katie help me and then I embarrass myself when I don't ask her beforehand instead of just being like, why the fuck aren't we going to Paris with you? <laughs> Fucking so stupid. <laughs> oh, I can't even think of a good one now because that's literally the best one that's ever happened. That was, it was my own so stupidity funny. though. It was
0: so funny. I love it. We've had lots of good times with the guys, forcing mm-hmm. them to do fireball shots. They are good sports because I think that we've put them in a lot of very awkward situations yeah. and like just asked very annoying questions and you know, made them talk about astrology and they fucking hate it, but they've been good sports overall. <laughs> <laughs> they are good sports. Our one of
1: like the first episode we did with them, a portion of the astrology talk ended mm-hmm. up in their like intro song. I know. Yeah. So obviously they We're so honored. Yeah, we are Are they in our intro? Yes. Well, Thomas is, but it was from the episode that they both were on. It was where he was talking about uh, the Houdini, which was another thing I didn't know about. but apparently Thomas would like to do a Houdini. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so
0: that was one of our very early episodes that we talked about the Houdini. And I am like, I try so hard to be like... I make dirty jokes and I'm very inappropriate, but I try to, like, not be, like, super offensive mm-hmm. in ways that are, like, kind of, like, unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Houdini to me, I was, like, she so disturbed. Was, I was, like, so I don't offended. know. Yeah, I was, like, I don't... I wasn't, I wasn't offended, well, but I know yeah, that people but, could be offended. Yeah. And, like, I can take most things as a joke. Like, you can joke about most things with me and as long as it actually has comedic value, I will laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I was, like, I don't... I was so, so nervous to put that episode out. I was, like, oh, my God. And then... My mother <laughs> asked me what a Houdini was. Did you tell her? I had to tell. Yeah, I told oh, her. no. I mean, there's really no secrets between my mother and I at this point. She but Thomas explains it in that episode. I think she had just heard a promo that we had put oh. out and it was talking about it, but it didn't explain it. And she's like, what's that? Darling, my my only L- daughter. Baby. <laughs> yeah. My little precious angel. I'm like, "Well, wow, mom. When a man and a woman
1: love each other very much. <laughs> Is that what that means? They love each other very much? much. I don't don't think think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, Uh, fucking unwell. (laughs) (laughs) Our friendship has taken us on many different paths with the the boys. And uh, needless to say, we are good friends now because of it. But yes. Yeah.
0: And honestly, like. They were the first people in like the podcast community that I think that we really connected like, with. Like that supported and us
1: and like connected with us. And so yeah. I think that's kind of like nostalgic in They're a the, way for oh, us. Yeah.
0: And it's crazy since then, especially now that we're cooped up in our houses to think about like how much the, there's so much of a podcasting community mm-hmm. in Edmonton and Canada and the States and like just the connections that we've made and the people that we've been able to meet. Like I can't even explain how much it's meant to me yeah me too that we've interviewed or Mm -hmm. like I just yeah I
1: and I think a couple of like our favorites um not really our favorites but I guess like more I don't know we know how to explain it I don't want to like say bad things about our other guests but essentially like some of our favorites have come from our collab with long and hard like yeah they found us through it yeah and like that's how those people found us and like we're friends with one of them being Mm -hmm. Alex and you know we got to go on the awesome hour before it ended and like you know I think a lot of that really had to do with the boys and Mm -hmm. I know you fuckers would never thank us for anything but I'm (laughs) saying thank you now because we're women and that's what we do and we're fucking all in our feels all the
0: time yeah And like you guys reached out when we were very new and like Mm -hmm. we really didn't have the balls to be doing that. And it just kind of springboarded us since then. So we do very much appreciate it. We appreciate your friendship, even though you guys are fuckers a lot. Such (laughs) motherfuckers.
1: (laughs) Literally always fucking (laughs) trying to make fun of us. They're always joking. And it's like, but it's good. It's the best. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. I love being, I think that's like one of my love languages is like being mocked.
1: but in a way that i can laugh too yeah as long as it doesn't hurt your feelings yeah
0: exactly (laughs) i don't think they've ever gone too far with me to where i'm like owie.
1: no 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 definitely not these
0: are good shit but on that note um the guy saw something in us so make sure that you check out our channel two girls one broadcast yep yep yep, yep. give it a go (laughs) we tweet on the Twitter machine at two girls one broadcast with no i when i
1: when when she says we she means she tweets i don't touch that twitter at all It's all Katie.
0: It's actually kind of, I think about this sometimes, like, it's bad because, like, a lot of the things that we will put on our Instagram or whatever, it's like, well, who said this, Katie or Jack? And it's like, you can't really blame either of us because we both did it. But, like, the Twitter, everyone kind of knows it's me. So when I post stuff that's, like, very personal or very weird, Mm -hmm. people are like, well, it's Katie. Katie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's
1: fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's things I've said that you could put up there that people would be like, huh? like, well sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I'm just like, I just want to always be like authentically me. And so like when there are things I say on the podcast and like there are people listening, lots of people I'm sure that uh, don't really kind of like know what it's like to put yourself out there and like Mm. be on the air and like have every week something vulnerable said about you. Mm -hmm. And so that's why like you know i try and just be like my most authentic self and like mm-hmm. when i say things like are you wearing a hat because you've lost your hair like i don't really feel bad about that because like most of the time you are and like just <laughs> fucking own that shit like why don't hide it just own it do you know what i mean that's and thing. so like, like
0: just yeah be I, yourself yeah. and like be truly yourself like just don't yeah. do stuff that's like hiding shit yeah like we fucking air all of our dirty laundry on this oh yeah and it's gotten us a little bit of backlash i will never forget my ex reaching out to me about the podcast and saying that I'm a whore and uh what the fuck did he say he said something about me acting like an unclassy lady and I was like yeah. well you know what would anyone on this planet describe me as a lady no they would not so you know what? just take that and shove it up where the sun don't shine
1: yes exactly <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that <laughs> So be you guys. Fucking be authentic. I guess that's the
0: thing. Be authentic. I feel like there's been so much of a shift in culture over the last five or so years where people are trying to be more authentic. Like we don't want these perfectly curated Mm -hmm. Instagram profiles. We don't want people that are pretending to be perfect. Even with celebrities. It's like people want to feel like they're making a genuine connection with people even if they're not meeting them in person. Yeah. And like this is our chance for like human to human real ass connections. Mm -hmm. Like no more are we doing this bullshit of like the 50s and the 60s where everyone acts like everything is perfect and then behind closed doors it's a fucking hot dumpster fire yeah. like
1: we all have shit we just broadcast our dumpster fires
0: yeah exactly yeah, yeah. spreading my dumpster fire all over the place <laughs> <laughs> my dumpster fire sees and um acknowledges your dumpster fire what does like yes. namaste mean like the light in me sees and acknowledges the light in you like my dumpster fire
1: sees so, the dumpster namaste <laughs> <fire>. on your <laughs> dumpster fire <laughs> <laughs> be the title of this episode namaste on your dumpster fire oh my god
0: amazing okay that is actually quite amazing
1: i'm fucking crying (laughs) oh my gosh well i think that about wraps it up it really does wrap it up yeah we got we got nothing else and uh again just a quick little fuck you to you guys for not giving us a script and yeah. if you don't like this episode that's your fucking problem it is it is when i say you guys i mean thomas and josh
0: but if you did happen to <laughs> if anything in this episode did resonate with you make sure you listen to us over on two girls one broadcast you can listen to us on google podcasts apple podcasts
1: spotify wherever else
0: you you listen to your podcast
1: content yeah absolutely and with all that being said we love the guys we do they know that you guys guys now know that so um yeah it's everybody love everybody (laughs) yeah it's gonna continue this little pretend rivalry that we have with them when it comes to plugging the podcasts Mm -hmm. and uh You know, we definitely have to plug ourselves, but you know the guys, uh, you know where to find them, so make sure you do that, too, and um, Mm -hmm. hopefully you'll hear us again on their episode. If not, uh, they will definitely be back on ours at some point. (laughs)
0: Yes, and if you were a little interested in this whole rivalry that we have going on, check out any of the episodes that we've Mm -hmm. done with each other. Yeah. They're... Pretty funny. Hilarious. I really like what was the one that we did where we played
1: pass or play with them and made them do fireball shots. That's our episode nine, I'm pretty sure. There you go. Yeah. Check it out, guys. Yeah. Um, otherwise stay safe out there and take care of uh, yourself, home, take, take care of your care friends and family. Yeah. 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 Practice self care. This yeah. is the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. And uh thanks for listening to us blab for an hour and mm-hmm. uh we'll see you guys soon. I don't know what the fuck the boys say at the end of their episodes, but We'll fucking talk to you later, man.
0: Peace out.